This sicha, in addition to being a sicha on Parshas Vayakel, is also a siyum on Hilchis Beis Abchira. Says the Rebbe, in the end of the last page of Hilchis Beis Abchira, where the Rambam is explaining the dinim of Shmiras HaMikdash, guarding the Beis HaMikdash. So after he describes in the second to the last halacha, halacha Yudalaf, how the Koyanim would every single morning, before dawn, just, be, just before dawn, they would check with torches of fire in their hands. They would check around the Azara to make sure that everything is in order. The Rambam concludes in the very last halacha, halacha Yudbeis, as a separate halacha for itself, which will be discussed later why it's a separate halacha, that this is the Seder that they did every single night, besides the night of Shabbos, meaning Friday night. Then they wouldn't be carrying around fire. Rather, they would check by the, lamp, by the lamps that were burning there from Erev Shabbos. Says the Rebbe, it's known the question of the Mepharshim. The halacha is, and the Rambam himself says this in a number of places, there's a concept of Ein Shvus B'mikdash. Many of the prohibitions, the rabbinic prohibitions of Shabbos, many of them are called Shvus, and those things do not apply in the Beis HaMikdash. So carrying the lamps on Shabbos, carrying these torches on Shabbos, would be in that category of an Easter of a prohibition called a Shvus. So if that's the case, why? Do we have to do anything different on on Shabbos not to be carrying the 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 on the nights of, on Friday night not to be carrying these torches and rather they have to be using the lamps that were burning from Erev Shabbos? Says the Rebbe, the Kesef Mishnah answers that in this case it's different because you could use lamps that were burning there from Erev, from Erev Shabbos. So since there is an ability to do the same checking of the Azara. And in a way where you are avoiding doing the, the shavuos, this is why in this particular case, the Chachamim did not permit us to do this shavuos in the Beis HaMikdash. However, says the Rebbe, this answer is tzorachi and it needs further examination. And as in fact, some of the Mepharshim ask, the Rambam himself paskens in Hilchus Avoides Yom HaKippurim, that if the Koyin Gadol was elderly or unwell, they would heat up rods of iron in fire from before Yom Kippur, and then the following day in the morning they would put it into the water in order to take away some of the chill, some of the coldness of the water. And the Rambam explains why, because Ein Shvus B'Mikdash, because again, this would be an Isur of Shvus, but it doesn't apply in the Beis HaMikdash. Now in this case too, it could have been taken care of in another way, in a way that it's not going to involve a Shvus. As the Rambam himself gives another example what could be done, he says you could mix in hot water into the mikveh to take away some of the coldness, some of the chill. So why is it that we're allowing the putting in the metal rods into the mikveh, which would be a shvuz, if we have another way of doing it? The Rebbe says, furthermore, the Rambam paskins, again, this is still within the halachas of Yom Kippur. So the Rambam says that if the Koyin Godel is starting to fall asleep, he wants to fall asleep, they keep him up, the Pirche Levia, the young Koyanim, would snap their fingers in order to keep him awake. And once again, this is a Shvus, as the Rambam himself passes in Ulch Shabbos. And in this case too, there are other ways of how to keep the Koyan Gadol awake, and yet we're saying that there's no problem in keeping the Koyan Gadol awake this way, although it's a Shvus. Says the Rebbe, simply, we can differentiate between these cases, between our case of checking the Beis HaMikdash with a fire, 
and these other cases. And why is that? Because the rule of Ein Shvus B'Mikdosh. And we say that it'll apply even if you could do it another way, as in these examples that we just gave with the Kayan Gadol. So that will only apply if it's sort of a one-off situation or unusual situation. In other words, there's a special condition that you're going to now deal with it by doing a shvus. So we say no problem. This ain't shvus b'mikdash, even if you could, could have technically done it in another way. So for example, again in our case, the Koyen Gadol is elderly or unwell, or he's falling asleep. So clearly this is an unusual case. And therefore, we allow to do these things even though they're a shavus. But in other words, we can't allow that there should be a permanent seder, a permanent way that we always do it in a way of shavus, unless it's a particular condition, a particular situation, and then we use this heter. However, in our case with checking the Beis Hamikdash on a regular basis, that a Koyinim are going to check every single Shabbos, this is a very totally different situation. And therefore, since there is another way of doing it, so we don't establish that the Koyenim should do it on a regular basis, something that's going to involve the Shavuos, even though it's in the Beis HaMikdosh. However, says the Rebbe, this explanation is still not enough, because we find the idea of a heter of Shavuos in the Beis HaMikdosh, even in a case where it is the regular thing that is done, not only in an unusual situation. And what is this case? So we have an Erev Pesach that falls on Shabbos, so part of the what needs to be done is you need to skin the animal of the carbon. And the way they would do it is putting it over particular maklois, particular sticks of how they would skin the, put the, uh, skin the animal. Now this again is a shvus. And yet on Shabbos it was done exactly as it was done during the week, even though there are other ways of skinning the animal. And the Rebbe says it's a doichek to say that the, since it's Erev Pesach Shechol B'Shabbos itself only comes once in a while, that's why it's considered as an unusual case. Because at the end of the day, it is something that does happen every once in a while. It's still happening. We are setting this as a normal order. So therefore, we're back to the original question of why we are concerned with carrying around those flames on Shabbos to check the Beis HaMikdash. Now the Rebbe says that in, the, in these halachis at the end of Hilchas Beis Abchira, there are some other general diyukim. Number one, why is it that the Rambam brings this idea, these last two halachis of checking the Beis Hamikdash, in Hilchas Shmiras, in, in the halachis that are discussing the guarding of the Beis Hamikdash? In other words, that's what this whole period is about, guarding the Beis Hamikdash. The halachis up until this point, in this period, are, are, we understand how they belong here. In other words, they're all part of, directly connected with guarding the Beis HaMikdash. However, these ideas of Allah Yud Aleph and Yud Beis seemingly don't have anything to do with the actual guarding of the Beis HaMikdash. Rather, these are things that are more being done as a preparation for the Seder Avoidus Hayyim, for the Avoidus that's going to be happening during the day. So there is something that needs to be done. We need to check the whole Azara. In, to make sure that everything is in its proper place and everything is everything is there in its proper way, so that we can do the avoidus hayoyim. This kind of halacha belongs in Hilchas Tmid in Umusafin. In fact, over there it is brought very briefly. But the question is, what does this have anything to do with halachas of Shmiras Beis Hamikdash? As the Koyinim are standing around and watching in all the different places all night long, etc. The next question that I asks is the last halacha, halacha Yud Beis. 
is a direct continuation from the previous halacha. The Rambam described how the Koyanim would walk around the base Hamikdash to check that everything is okay before the Avoida. And the Rambam explicitly says, that's the way he says in Halacha Yudbeis, that this order, what we just said in Halacha Yudalaf, this is done every single night. That's what he starts this Halacha with saying. And now he adds that Shabbos was different. So why does the Rambam have to put this in a separate Halacha for itself? And as we know, that it's, it's a famous thing that the, the vision of the Rambam, Rambam's halachas are very, very precise as well. And in fact, there are certain things that are learned from the fact that the Rambam put it into two separate halachas. Says the Rebbe, the explanation of all of this is, like, is as follows. The Rambam explains in the beginning of the Perek, when dealing with the whole concept of Shmira Samikdash, guarding the Beis Samikdash, that it's not because of the fear of enemies or anything of the like is why we're guarding the Beis HaMikdash. Rather, it's considered a guarding of honor. It's the honor of the Beis HaMikdash. As the Rambam says, you cannot compare a palace that has guards to a palace where there are no guards. This is part, part of the honor of the Beis HaMikdash. The respect of the Beis HaMikdash. Says the Rebbe, from this we can understand that the details that are discussed in this Patek and the whole Patek are all related to this idea of kavod amigdash, the respect and the honor for the Beis amigdash. Says the Rebbe, based on this we could say, that this idea that they checked before the Avoidah, around the Beis amigdash, that everything is in order, is actually part of the kavod of the Beis amigdash. And this is why the Rambam is putting it, these halachos into the end of the Perek. And the Rebbe explains that this bedik of this checking was done mainly, not only as a preparation for the Avoidah in the Beis amigdash. And then we ask, why doesn't it belong in other halachis? But rather it's being done as the honor for the Beis HaMikdosh. The Rebbe says that it's explained elsewhere at length. This is another sikh of the Rebbe. That what is, what is the honor of the Beis HaMikdosh over here? What it consists of is that when we're guarding it, what we're showing is that we're never taking our mind off the Beis HaMikdosh. In other words, there's constantly someone that is thinking, actively thinking about the Beis HaMikdosh. These people that are showing them on the Beis HaMikdosh. Says the Rebbe, the same thing is true regarding this B'dika. The fact that it is being checked every early morning, is this itself is part of the honor, how we're honoring, showing that respect for the Beis HaMikdash. Says the Rebbe, based on this, will also be very, very Gishmak, where the Rambam says that the Koyinim that checked, so at the end of it, they say to each other, Shalom, HaKoyl Shalom, peace, everything is peace, everything is peace. Now, seemingly, it would have been more appropriate to use some sort of expression that everything is in order, everything is ready for the avoid in the base hamigdash. The Rebbe gives some examples. He could say hakoil bimkoimoi or hakoil koroi or something similar to that. But what is the idea of shalom hakoil shalom? Because this is an expression of honor, of respect, of kavod. Says the Rebbe. Now we could go back to understand our question that we had about this halacha regarding the shvus. But first, by one more introduction. The Rebbe says, we know in regards to the nace of the oil of Hanukkah, when they made Tomei all the oil in the Hegel. And the story was that they checked, they looked, they didn't find but only one jug of oil that was there with a chaisam, with a seal of the Kayan Gadol. There was only enough for one day to burn, and a miracle happened, and they lit from it for eight days. Says the Rebbe, there's a known question about this. There is an opinion that says that Tumo Hutra Betzibur, that Tumo is completely becomes permitted when we're dealing with the tzibur. Meaning to say that since over here, all of the oil would have been tamay and it wouldn't be any other possibility, so you we're able to actually use the tamay oil. 
Says the Rebbe, according to this opinion, the question is, why does Hashem need to make a miracle with the oil? You could just use the candles, the lamps of the menorah with Tommy Shemin. Says the Rebbe, so the, the, says the Rebbe that the Mepharshim explained that even though it's true that two Mohutra B'tzibur, that it would have been allowed, no problem, but in this case, Hashem wanted to show how much He loves the Yidin. Chibosan Shal Yisrael, how much He cherishes, how precious the Yidin are. And therefore, Hashem performs a miracle so that the Yidin should be able to f- perform the mitzvah of Adlakas and Eid in a way that you won't need this heter, this leniency of saying that, yes, that the Tumah in this case is permitted. In other words, the fact that Tumah Hutra is in regards to the Avoidah of the Yidin, 100% it would have been proper Avoidah. But as far as this idea of Chibosan Shal Yisrael, that Hashem wants to show the, how much the Yidin are precious and how much He loves them, so we want to avoid the Tuma, even if it's in a case that technically it was permitted this time. The Rebbe applies the same thing in our case. If the Bedikah of the Koyanim and the Beis HaMikdash would be just another one of the things that are done in the Beis HaMikdash, or even part of the Avoid in the Beis HaMikdash. So then we have a clear halacha. Ein Shvus B'Mikdash. These Shvus prohibitions just don't apply in the Beis HaMikdash. And as the Rambam says that this is a heter, that's melechatchila. You could from the outside just use this as absolutely no problem. In other words, melechatchila, there's no iser at all whatsoever. However, since we just said that the bedikah, as we established, was part of the shmiras amikdash, part of the kavod amikdash, as we said, it's all coming to emphasize the respect we have, the honor of the base amikdash. And as the halach is, that what are we? Loimen Hamikdash Atayari. When it says he's supposed to fear the base Hamikdash, it's of course not the base Hamikdash itself. We're fearing the one who commanded us about fearing the base Hamikdash. In a similar way, regarding the Kavod Hamikdash, it's the base Hamikdash, but it's for Hashem. Therefore, in this case, it's not appropriate. It's not fitting that the bedikah that we're trying to do for the Kavod of base Hamikdash should be set up lechatchila to be done in a way that we need some sort of heter, some sort of leniency that because Einshvus Hamikdash we could do it in this way. In this particular case, again, because it's for the derech kavod, we don't want to rely on these sorts of leniencies. That would that wouldn't be part of the respect and part of the kavod. Says the Rebbe. Now we can understand why. First of all, this detail of the bedikah that Shabbos is different to the weekday is in fact part of in shayich and connected to Hilchas Beis Number two, that it actually comes as a halacha for itself. Says the Rebbe because all of this is bringing out and emphasizing even more the kavod hamikdash. And what is that? That not only generally did we check the Beis HaMikdash every day in order to make that covet even more beautiful and better, etc., which is what we discussed in Halacha Yudal, of the idea that every day they're checking, and we just established that it means they're checking it as a way of honor, a way of respect. But now comes another Halacha, a separate Halacha, that this Bedika was in the most beautiful Mohudadika Mohubadika way. Which is, which is why the Halacha is telling us that on Shabbos we're not even going to use any heter. Rather, we're going to be using lamps that are burning there from Erev Shabbos. Says the Rebbe, in fact, this is the reason why this is the seum of Perik Ches of Hilchas Beis Abchira, which generally, as we said, is discussing the covet of the Beis Amikdash, because this halacha is really bringing out the covet of the Beis Amikdash, the way we're honoring the Beis Amikdash in the best and highest way, in other words, in a way of what the Rebbe calls Hidur Mina Hidur. So this was all one explanation. Of why it is that is not that they didn't want to rely on this heter of of Einshvus b'mikdash. The Rebbe is now going to approach it in another way. And interesting here again, the Rebbe is going to connect it with that same question or of of Hanukkah. 
So the Rebbe says like this, another way how we could explain it, but again, by first prefacing another point. Regarding to the Mullah and the Beis HaMikdash in Shabbos generally, we find seemingly two opposites. On the one hand, we have the Avoid of the Karbonis, the Tomid, the Musaf, and other Karbonis Sibur that are a set time. Not only do they, what's called, are, not only are they Doicha Shabbos, they're already pushing off Shabbos, and Mutter in Shabbos, but it becomes even a Mitzvah to do it on Shabbos. On the other hand, we also know that there's a Halacha regarding the Beis HaMikdash, that ain't bin you beis hamikdash doicha shabbos. You can't build the beis hamikdash on shabbos, as is learned in the mechilt in the beginning of our parsha, parshas vayakel, from the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu first gives the command of the iser, the prohibition of doing melacha on shabbos, before giving us the instructions of how to make the mishkan. So how do these two things go together? You could bring these carbonos on shabbos. It's a mitzvah to do melacha. The melachis of doing the carbon, and yet at the same time, you're not allowed to build the beis hamikdash on shabbos. Says the Rebbe, the explanation is, after the Beis HaMikdash is already a full, holy place, complete, and we're speaking about a specific detail that's being done in the Beis HaMikdash, a malacha in the Beis HaMikdash, then we'll say that this type of thing is not considered maishachoyl, it's not considered a weekday activity, a mundane activity. In Kodesh, in the Beis HaMikdash, every single thing that's being done over there is not considered a mundane activity. Every single thing is considered an act of Kedusha. And therefore, it's not considered Chilul Shabbos. We're not desecrating the Shabbos by doing a weekday activity. Everything in the Beis HaMikdash is Shabbos. However, when we're dealing with making the Beis HaMikdash, in other words, we're establishing the Beis HaMikdash, we're establishing the Kedusha from the outset. Say so here, there's, says the Rebbe, there's no room that it should be done with a Maisa, with an act that has Chilul Shabbos involved when we're trying to establish the solution from this, in the first place. And again, as said, the Rebbe connects it with, the, with what we're discussing about Hanukkah. So the Rebbe says, this is similar to another beer that some of the Mepharshim give regarding the nace of Shemin and Hanukkah. That the reason why they didn't use it, they couldn't use this, this idea, this klal, that the tumor was, hutra, that the tumor was permitted in that case, is because in that case they were trying to be machanich the Beis they were trying to dedicate the Beis HaMikdash, the inauguration of the Beis HaMikdash in a certain sense anew. And therefore, when you're trying to establish a new Kedusha because of all the desecration that went on, etc. So there we can't say that the Tumahutra, because we're trying to establish the Kedusha now in the first place. Says the Rebbe, we're now going to discuss this in connection with the Isr Shvuz B'Mikdash. Chachamim generally were Matir Shvuz B'Mikdash in cases when they are connected with the Avoid in the Beis HaMikdash or some sort of melacha in, in it. However, says the Rebbe, when we're speaking about the building of the Beis HaMikdash itself, as we said before, and in this case, the Rebbe is going to include also the honor of the Beis HaMikdash, we'll soon see why. In this case, the Chachamim were not matter any shvus. We know that the Chachamim generally, whatever they do is me'en doi they do it similar to doi In this case, they were not matter the shvus. In other words, just like Midorai, so we said that ain't binya beis hamikdash b'shabbos. We don't make the beis hamikdash the kedusha of the beis hamikdash in Shabbos. In a similar way, the chachamim are also not going to allow you to do the shavus in the beis hamikdash if right now we're trying to establish the kedusha or somehow add in it or strengthen the kedusha of the beis hamikdash itself. In this case, they're not going to allow the shavus. How does this fit with what we're saying? 
So in order to understand this, the Rebbe first says that in regards to the reason why the halachis of Shmiras and Kavit HaMikdash, the Rambam actually put them into Hilchas Beis Abchira, and so too Rabbeinu HaKadosh put the dinim of Shmiras HaMikdash, he put them also into Mesechta Midois, which is about the Midois Abayis, the measurements of the house itself, of the Beis HaMikdash itself. Why, did it, why isn't it just in the area where, that are discussing the avoiders that are done in the Beis HaMikdash? Says the Rebbe, so we discussed this already in other places, that it is that the mitzvah of Binyi Beis Amigdash, the obligation of Binyi Beis Amigdash, is not really the act of building the Beis Amigdash. It's more about the result of the act, that we have a Beis Amigdash. As the Raga Chavar explains this, at, explains this at length. Applying this to Shmir Amigdash, says the Rebbe, now we can understand why Shmir Amigdash is actually considered part of Hilcha's Beis Amchir, a part of the Beis Amigdash itself, part of making the Beis Amigdash. Because guarding the Beis Amigdash is causing it to be a Beis Amigdash in a certain sense. It's causing it that it should be a house of honor, a place that's fitting to be the Beis Amchira. This is part of what's making up the Beis Amigdash. If that's the case, says the Rebbe, so what comes out is that when the Koyinim are checking every single day in the Beis Amigdash, and as we established, we said that it's part of the COVID Beis Amigdash, and we, it's not only a hachana, a preparation for the avoid of the day, but in a certain sense, they are establishing now, this is a continuation of part of them establishing the Beis Amigdash. That honor, as we said, is establishing the Kedush of the Beis Amigdash. And therefore, this bedikah is similar to, like the idea of bedik abayis, when we're fixing something in the Beis Amigdash. In other words, the bedikah, as part of the honor, is making the Beis Amigdash now a more respect, uh, a respectable place, an honorable place, etc. Says the Rebbe, so now we can understand why we say this, why we don't say, use the klal over here, of ancient b'mikdash, when it comes to the fire, and we say, no, don't use the fire, because we don't say ancient b'mikdash, because since the idea of checking it, as we just said, is part of the binyan mikdash, you're establishing the Beis mikdash, the honor of the Beis mikdash, the Kedusha, the very essence, of, the very idea of the Beis mikdash itself, in which we just said that the Torah says that when we're building the Beis mikdash, we don't push off Shabbos, this is why, again, the Chachamim, that do things similar to the way the Torah, they also are misakin, and in this case, it's not going to push away the Isur of this Shavus. Says the Rebbe, with this we can actually see the connection and connect the beginning of Hilchaz Beis Abchira and the end of the Hilchaz Beis Abchira. We know a concept of Nod, Soifim, Tchilos, and the end is always connected to the beginning. In the beginning of Hilchaz Beis Abchira, the Rambam establishes the Geder of Mitzvah's Binyi Beis Abchira. And he says, what is it? La so is bayis la Hashem, to make a house for Hashem. But he specifically does not use the word live nice to build, from which it's actually learned that the mitzvah, as we said before, is not the actual building itself, but the result. That we have a house for Hashem with all of the details that such a house needs to have. Says the Rebbe, this is the same point that we're emphasizing in the last Pedic of Hilchaz Because as we said before, that the whole idea of Shmira Samikdash, is part of the Hilchas Beis Why do we say it's part of Hilchas Beis Because it's part of, this is part of what's making up the Beis HaMikdash. So even though, again, there is technically a Beis HaMikdash already, but the fact that we're guarding it, this is part of what's making it up, even though it's not technically building, but this is what's giving it its honor. Until we finally come to the very, very end, as it's expressed in the end of Hilchas Beis that because of this, that it's a detail of the build of the making of the Beis Abchira. This is why it's not going to be Doicha Shabbos, as we say in the very end of Ilchus Beis Abchira, including not even doing an Indian of a Shavus. The Rebbe now concludes that the explanation of the beginning of Ilchus Beis Abchira and the end of Pnimi Yisrael Yonim. Says the Rebbe, we discussed many times 
that even though the building of the Mishkan and the Bayis Rishon and Shani, with all of that we fulfilled the mitzvah of Asuli Mikdash, it still wasn't in a way that the Binyan Habayis was betachlis hashlemis in its most perfect way. That's going to happen by the base of Mikdash that Hashem makes, Mikdash Adnai Koinon Yadecha, the third base of Mikdash that's going to be the everlasting base of Mikdash. Says that, but this is the inner reason why the last halacha of Hilchas Beis Abchira is discussing the Seder, the Bedikas Hazara of the Beis Hamikdash on Shabbos. Because it's coming to hint at the end, the Shleimus of Hilchas Beis Abchira, the Shleimus of Beis Hamikdash is in the third Beis Hamikdash, Lasid Lava, in the time of Mashiach, which is called Yom Shekulei Shabbos. Says the Rebbe, so one may think, since the Shlemus of the Beis HaMikdash is going to be Lo'asid Lavoi, so you might say, does that mean Chas V'Shalem, that the current Avoida right now is really insignificant, has no importance, no value Chas V'Shalem. This is what the Rambam is teaching us. Ad Rabbah, on the contrary. On the night of Shabbos, ain't Biyodom, they don't, they don't carry the fire, they don't have the fire, they don't have that, and they're using the lamps that were burning there from Erev Shabbos. What does that mean? That in the time of Mashiach, Yom Shekuli Shabbos, Ein Biyodomor, they're not carrying the light, they're not carrying the fire, which is near Mitzvah V'toyrah Oyer, as the Pasuk says, Shonim Asher Toymar Ein Libohem Chayfetz, and the real idea of Avoidah is not really going to be in the same way when Mashiach comes. Main Avoidah is, is currently right now. So the light that's going to be in that Yom Shekuli Shabbos is coming from the Nair, from those Nairs, from the Mitzvahs that we had lit, that we had done on Erev Shabbos during the time of Golos. The Shleimus of the third Beis Amigdosh, which is then going to be revealed, which then is going to be revealed, all of the tremendous Milois of our Avoidah right now, everything that we've achieved during the time of Golos. And all of this, of course, gives us more encouragement in, in, in the avoid of the year to set up that Mikdosh and Mishkan Ruchni within himself, inside of each and every Yid. And all of this brings to the Binyan Beis Amigdosh Ashlishi, Megu'ulo Amitiz Vashleimah Bemeheir of Yemenu Mamash.